Hello and welcome to the 61st and final episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast. My name is Jan Gustafsson, coming to you from Ibiza for a change. And a man who's back home, but who can tell us everything about his great adventures in the big chess world. Laurent Fressinet, rating performance 2684 this year, crushing it. How are you, Laurent? I'm good. I'm good. I didn't lose for since last Olympiad. Okay, I I didn't play that much, but it's like almost almost forty games uh, without losing. So yeah, I had a I had a good year, and I'm I'm glad to to see you guys. Uh, okay, it's a bit early uh, to my taste, but um, yeah, we'll talk about it uh, later, I guess. I don't know what you're talking about already, but <laughs> good to see you too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, I, I didn't plan to podcast while I was into the tournament in World Cup in Baku, but um, I'm out, it seems. So I am back home and uh, it's a bit early, I felt. But yeah. Uh, you felt at this point you normally would have eliminated Giri and you would be preparing for your round four match. Uh, I mean, eliminating uh, Abazov was the main uh, hurdle. Uh, but <laughs> I understand. but he already beat Giri, so you had calculated that you would still be in the tournament at this point. No, no, no. I'm just, uh, I'm just kidding, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed, of course. I mean, because uh, I lost the second round. I mean, the first round I was a major uh, favorite, according to Mister Elo. Um, so yeah, not not great. Sorry, Peter. Did you root for Laurent? You did, right? I did, yeah, but, uh, well, you know, in the heat of the battle, there was mixed emotions, obviously. So it's, uh, I mean, but no, I think there was, I mean, Laurent was plus 50% in my heart at that time, but uh, not 100%. But, uh, you know, I mean, no, I, I felt pity for him and I was sort of, uh, well, I was kind of hoping for him, but I could also see him struggling. It was I was following his matches very intensely, intensely obviously, so... That I can can say. I also looked a bit at my boss, but mainly Laurent, I have to say. So it was uh, it was fun to fun to watch while it lasted. But um, I would almost say I'm a bit surprised uh, and and disappointed in him. I actually thought he were, he would go further, but perhaps uh, it comes down to underestimating Abbasov. Actually, he seemed uh, quite a, a tough customer. But we will speak about that uh, at length later. I think. Yeah, it was it was like, so actually. Yeah, so I, I lost to Abbasov. That was a very close match in classical. I was on the on the worst side of uh, a draw a couple of times, so I was not really happy about how it went. And in the tiebreak in the first game, um, well, I just uh, overestimated my position uh, as black. Uh, I thought it was equal, but I was uh, I thought I could you know uh, ask some questions, which uh, underestimated king safety, which is. Uh, Peter's uh, hobby, you know, like uh, he, he always talk about King Safety because of his great practice of, of Shogi and uh -huh. underestimated and it backfired uh, uh, very quickly and I lost. But well, what can I say? I mean, the, the guy, the guy, uh, this guy Abbasov didn't make a single mistake. Um, I thought he would give a tough time to Giri, but uh, I still thought that uh, Giri was a favorite, and I was I was kind of uh, happy to see that I was not uh, a complete idiot, and uh, that he gave at least a tough time to Giri, and he even beat him uh, at the end of the day. So 
uh, I mean, the main point is that when I get paired with him, he was 26.32. Now he's 20 points higher already. He seems to be a tough customer and rapid. I mean, this is also, uh, uh, I mean, for normal people as, as me, you know, random people, not like Magnus or Naka who can beat everyone. This is also a bit about, you know, being lucky with the pairings. And with 26.30, this guy Abasov was, <laughs> was not a good deal at all. Uh, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, um, that's uh, how it was. What to do? We were ruling for you, or I was ruling for you. you. But yeah, it uh, <clears throat> seemed like a very close match. Could have gone either way. What can you do? Let's have a look at some of the other results. Mr. Carlson cruising so far, more or less. Peter, you probably can't reveal this. But giving this pawn on c4, there was deep opening preparation against Tari, or did he hang the pawn and then just, uh, you know, blitz out h4? Let's see what happens. Uh, isn't it the kind of a main line of the computer? Or sort of? I don't know. I have a very weak computer. My computer said black okay. is better after grabbing the pawn and then after h4, knight a6. But uh, okay. it looked very interesting. And Magnus played very quickly, so I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, you're, I mean, well, you assume, assume, assume all, all you want. You, you'll have to guess it yourself, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, well, the computer doesn't say it's too bad, is my impression. So, But uh, maybe you have a better computer than mine, it's possible. Um, I don't think so. You have this quad core that weighs eight kilos, no? <laughs> I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I still have it in the basement, actually. <laughs> Uh, no, but, Magnus uh, is, play, is playing well. Uh, I would say I, I don't know about. Uh, I, I didn't check his. <laughs> I didn't check with the computer his, his opening, but uh, well, it was. It, it seemed to me that it was a, a fairly decent practical choice to put uh, Tai out of book, and well, he was causing in the first match. Um, it seemed to me against Tai. I mean, he won. He won quite quite easily. He was in control uh, all the time, so. Yeah, he seems to to play well, and uh, so far enjoying himself. But uh, now playing the the big star of your your country, Jan. Vinny, Vinny Keimer also been doing very well. Just one two zero against Tabatabai, but of course Magnus is a big big hurdle for him as for anybody. And I always had the feeling that Keimer could play with all the other guys. Of course, you don't win all the games, but it felt like he could play normally. But against Carlson, he struggled in the past or in this Champions Chess Tour and whenever they met. So, of course, he's a big underdog. That's going to be fun from a German perspective to watch Keimer Carlson. And Peter, do, yeah. you, do you help Magnus prepare against Vincent or are you biased because Vincent is such a nice guy and you have golf to play? <laughs> Uh, I, I do actually kind of work in between golf rounds. So, so yes, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have this kind of... In between golf rounds. Yeah, yeah. That I, I mean, well, you know, if you would not prepare against nice guys, who left will there be to prepare against, right? So, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it will be tough. Ah, it's a sport. You're allowed to be on different teams than, than, than nice guys. But, uh, I mean, Magnus is there alone, as far as I know. At least... Uh, his sort of usual uh, hangaround team, me and uh, his dad, are, are not there as far as I understand. Right? So. It's uh, you, you understood it uh, very well. Thanks, thanks a lot. So, um, but uh, that doesn't seem to quite sure in your case. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm just talking nonsense. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay, no, no, no. 
but uh, no, he seemed to be quite okay. But of course, I mean, with the first match, he, he won very convincingly 2-0. As you said, the, the second match, he played this sort of uh, a bit quirky pawn sack, but it put Tari under some pressure. But well, the computer was saying Tari could make uh, a draw in the middle game, then also quite far in the in the end game. But the practical chances was always quite good in a way. But yeah. I thought it the second... like Magnus was a favorite. I saw the zeros. Yeah, yeah. of course. In the second game, I don't think that that was not wasn't such a high quality game. At least according to the computer, that was, you know, Magnus was um, after some mistakes by Tari. Magnus was better than suddenly Tari was much much better, but he didn't uh, find some G six track. Yeah, but it was a bit some pawn sacrifice just giving a, away a pawn opening up uh, towards the king. Um, uh, as Laurent said, king safety kind of matters, and uh, I think there there were, were some good chances for Tari, but Tari. To be honest, seem almost happy to secure not being uh, swept to zero. I would say so. That I don't get. I mean, that that I really don't get. Uh, why, even in the final position, why to for a door? I mean, you. I mean, what's the difference between making a door and? Uh, I mean, I, 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 five, I five elo points. Yeah, and who cares if you are twenty six forty five or twenty six forty or twenty six fifty or sixty or seventy? I mean, I, I don't. Not a member of the Chicken Chess Club. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't see the. Po- I mean, <laughs> I offer. I mean, in my second rapid game, I think I you should get a door, yellow, yellow card. To be honest, I mean, it was a hook and game. I was a pawn down. I mean, I can guarantee I will never win that one. It was a three against two. I mean, four against three. So I mean, I offer the door. Okay, I I just give up. But uh, I don't see it. I mean, you are in the World Cup. This is the only time of the year. Actually, where you shouldn't count your rating. I mean, who cares about rating when you are playing the World Cup? So I, I don't get a white tie. And not the only one. Uh, Perak did something very weird against Fedosev as well, where he lost the first game. It was even rapid. So it was something super weird, where you offered the draw in 10 moves or something. But so, he does some surprising things. Some yeah, things. but uh, that one just uh, sent him packing. So that was without a fight. So that was weird. So I, I don't get. I mean, you lose two zero one and a half. Who cares about this uh, stupid five rating points? I, I don't get. Yeah. Okay. No bigger fighter than Laurent. But no, uh, yeah, Tari is out. Um, some surprises, of course. Whoever I think could go far gets kicked out immediately. Abdusatorov lost to Sanal. Yeah. I think his very first match. Wei Yi, who I also thought could be a secret favorite, lost to Ivanchuk. The legend, Vasil Ivanchuk, still in the tournament, facing, who was he playing? I think Sanal next round. So Ivanchuk could go deep. Yeah, uh, we have to be careful with this uh, Turkish player. We'll come to it later, but uh, Wesley was just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> completely killed by... Uh, I mean, he won at the end against uh, Emre Khan, but he was outplayed in every single game. Like the, the first two classicals, the, the rapid game as well. Uh, he was just being crushed uh, right, left and center. And he survived by, by some, some miracle. You, you, you are laughing, Peter? You have no, I'm opinion? just uh, looking forward to Jan uh, praising uh, uh, Wesley. But Wesley had a really sad tournament so far, right? Yeah. I mean... He's, he's, he's still in I there. Mean, he's, a good yeah, horse never they, jumps they, higher than he has to. Oh, he's like, exactly. He's just uh, he just cleared the bar. He beat twice, the football but, player Emre Can, yeah. and then yeah. he had to suffer a bit in the next match. But don't come Wesley like out he, as long as it was against Musa. It looked 
pretty horrible at times, right? He, he was, nah. yeah, he, he was completely busted against my boy uh, Jules, and he's giving also weird interviews where he say, "I just want to go, to go back home." Uh, he doesn't uh, look. Uh, he's right. focused on the right event. He has the Düsseldorf World Team Rapid uh, Championship end of August. He wants to rest a bit before. It's understandable. I, tra I traveled with, with uh, by accident with Wesley from Paris, so he came by there. accident. I mean, like he we came from the Paris? states. I mean, we we were we were in the same plane uh, okay. basically, uh -huh. and then we were waiting for Wesley to to go back to the hotel, but he lost his uh, luggage, Ooh. and he seemed he seemed very annoyed about that. So um, wouldn't you be? <clears throat> sorry, sounds annoying, no? Poor Wesley. Did he yeah, get it to Baku in the meantime? We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got it a few days later, but I mean, he ah. was not playing the very next day. I mean, he was not playing first round. So he had like four or five days to, I mean, it's, not a, it's annoying, but it's not a disaster. I mean, uh, and already it seemed a bit, uh, you know, uh, but he's still in, as you said, Jan. Uh, so who knows? Uh, I believe in Wesley. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have to. But believe in what? You think actually he will uh, go through? I don't know. I don't want to jinx him. Um, but I think a shaky <laughs> start. He's such a classic player. Things can only improve from here. Now he's settled in. He has his luggage. He, he doesn't strike next? me as fantastically motivated. Also, he has a playoff against Musa. He starts with one B three. I mean, no, but no. The most shocking part was he won the first game against American as black by complete miracle. Second game, so he has to make a draw. He's playing one B three. So that that was kind of it's not it's not regular ways. We did about B three. It's his secret weapon. Maybe he wanted to promote it. Yeah, but if you play one E four and you're black against Wesley, you get a bit you know uh, you don't get that optimistic to get any or one D four or whatever. I mean, if you play some normal openings, your winning chances as black against Wesley are not are not really high. I would say. I don't know. I believe in Wesley. He might have had some issues, but. Knowing Wesley, he hates to lose a chess game, no? I mean, uh, as long as you don't lose chess games in this format, he'll be fine, even if he gets in some trouble. And I think that motivation is always there, even if there are some issues and he wants to go home. He won't lose on purpose. So, I believe. Whom is he playing? He's playing Sarana? Yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's playing Sarana. Yeah, actually, he has... It's a tough, tough opponent, of course. Still a bit underrated, but Sarana, incredibly strong. In Blitz and Rapid, and also in Classical. Been growing steadily recently. That's true. It will be, be interesting. Some fun matchups already coming up. No? Nakamura, Pragnananda. Looks fun. Uh, yeah. Icy, young guys. Our boy Niels still playing. Facing Jaime Santos, who eliminated Rajabov. Niels. Are you rooting for Niels? Do you say hi when you meet him in Baku, Laurent, or is it very icy? For sure, for sure. We had the, uh, we had the, um, um, we we were talking uh, quite 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 a lot. He said it. He complained about uh, that it was too hot in Baku. Uh, yeah, yeah. He told me that. Oh, what uh, was it like? 18, 19 degrees, or like... <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, ah, close more. To okay. But that's Niels' breaking uh, point. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, yeah, he also told me that I should enjoy the Tybex before the Tybex. So, instead of saying good luck, chess is always enjoy, interesting and fun. Yeah, I enjoy some good chess. And uh, yeah, uh, so I didn't enjoy We're it. We're talking. To, to the... 
We're talking about our dear friend, the Swedish number one, Nils Cornelius, whom we spent a lot of time with in Thailand, therefore. A lot of inside jokes. Nils doesn't like the heat. He prefers the cold. No, one of the biggest uh, matchup, in my opinion, is Gukesh and Zipenko, two youngsters. Uh, Gukesh is very, very classical writing. He's like two seven sixty or something crazy. He's, he's, uh, he's or, Indian's or number one. Ivo to Vichy, exactly. Yeah, amazing. Vichy was there. It's the first time uh, this happened. No, like uh, Harry Krishna was close at some. Harry Krishna was above him live, but not on a rating list. So I mean the. Yeah, they're running the story again. I think 37 years they said Vichy had been number one. Yeah. So Vichy was there, and you know, he mentioned the Chica Chess Club to me. He said, wow. oh, because I met him when I was, uh, well, checking out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said, he said no, now you can do things for the Chica Chess Club. Uh, <laughs> which was... Uh, yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was kind of... Uh, you think he is listening to it, or they're discussing it in the feed account? It has to be one of the two. Uh, I don't Both think sounds very Vichy... unlikely to I me. mean, Vichy knows about it because he's so maybe... Uh, Vichy Twitter. is not listening to our podcast. I'm sorry. No, guys. I wouldn't think so. Hey, Vichy, if you're, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vichy was there, made the first move. Uh, I thought he was making sure. This, that's what I told him, that he was making sure to stay till the end. Uh, but actually, by, by being a Fide, you know... Um, well, he was doing some kind of. He was doing commentary a day or two, right? Yeah, but he left. Actually, he, he was leaving the, the same days and also yeah. the, the, the day after. So, um, so who's left? yeah, Gukesh, Gukesh, very impressive, uh, pff, uh, amazing, uh, amazing player. Uh, favorite against Ezipenko, but Ezipenko is uh, is a tough customer as well. Uh, we remember two years ago against uh, Magnus; it was really a tough time for for Magnus. So that's one of the matchup I'm really looking forward to. Um, but did you did you see Vitasek's comeback? No, but I saw. He, he, no, he started losing the first. He had a uh, well, yeah, rook and a pawn against three three on the same uh, uh, flank, and he managed well. It has happened before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's possible. But uh... yeah, I I mentioned a bit of uh, lucky pairings. And for Wojtaszek is just just a, he's, he's playing quite poorly. You mentioned this this uh, weekend game he lost, but he, since the start he's playing quite poorly. He, he was supposed to play Eric Hansen in the in the second round, but Eric Hansen couldn't make it. That was one of the stories. So he played his opponent, who was 2300, won one and a half halves, and played this guy Shitko, who, who beat Shanklan, uh, with a good Grandmaster, but 2500. So once again, he lost the first game, but then managed to bounce back and, and won, but uh, not without mistakes. And now he's already in the third round uh, without beating, I mean, without oh, playing oh, anyone um, in the first round without beating anyone over 2510. Uh, so <laughs> that's not easy in the World Cup. So you need also a bit of luck. And now, if he starts playing well, he can go. He can go very far. But I, I think I think Dominguez. Uh, ah, do you know with whom was Dominguez? Ah, that's a good quiz. Who is the second of Dominguez? He, he was a previous second of many many top players. Churchillov. Yeah. 
Na tom zvaní tu si. Ah, yeah, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, just for our listeners, Chuchenov was working with Giri. He was getting, he was working with Kawanas and with Rajabov. And now... Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, yes, ma- ma- many of them. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I didn't know that uh, actually Chuchenov was working for a long time for, for Dominguez, so... Another matchup while we give some time to Ian to, to come back. Um, I think, having played and studied for quite a while the style of Abasov, I think um, uh, Zvidler is really a tough opponent for him because uh, he's very solid as black, Abasov, but as white, doesn't have that many openings. And I think I, I think Zvidler will play something random as white and Oh, I think it's a, black as well. I think. Yeah, but and then uh, I, I don't think I don't think that Abazov will be able to punish him. So I think Zvidler actually for Zvidler it was a very good, very very good news uh, to have Abazov instead of uh, instead of Gay, and uh, I think he's a ma- he has a perfect style to, uh, to 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 win that match. So massive favorite for for Peter, I would say. What else do we have, Peter? I don't know. Uh, we have uh, Duda Maxudlu. Interesting as well. Duda looks in control so far. Playing well. Yeah. The winner of them will play... Is that... Uh, no, actually, I don't know the brackets fully. The the winner will play against Kawana. Oh, Ray Robson, but uh-huh. uh, most most likely Kawana. And let, let's remind that uh, Duda is, uh, is a winner of... Mm-hmm. Uh, Previous winner of the World Cup. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, I guess that Duda is the, the favorite, right? But he hasn't been so convincing so far, if I call it correctly. Am I, am I, I getting was, it wrong? Yeah, I think you... He beat Chepainov in the Tavex. Uh-huh, maybe. But then beat yeah. Cordova one and a half, half. So, yeah. I mean, not... No, no. no the Tavex were, were, mm-hmm. were well played, I thought. So... But I have to admit, I find it difficult to follow all the rounds. Um, I follow some specific sure. games, um, but um, that I actually find uh, difficult. Maybe also um, for me, well, the places I'm, you know, watching the games, I think it's it's difficult to have all the games. So I just try to follow your games while you were there, and uh, Magnus, of course, and a couple of others. So I, I mean, it's cool having an event like this, but it's also quite actually too time consuming to to follow it all intensely yeah. is, is my opinion I mean, that's so um amongst the, the upset we have uh, my my countryman maxim vashilagrav who is generally doing very well in this world cup because uh well he's incredibly good in in rapid and blitz so in this tie bikes is really uh tough it's tough to beat actually he's losing mm-hmm. very very few games but he lost to sindarov who already uh, beat uh, firuja couple of years ago. So um, a bit also uh, of, of a tough pairing. I mean, Sindarov is 26.59. I mean, you feel, you prefer to play me with this rating. I mean, I'm 52, but yeah, I, mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would rather play me than, than, <laughs> than Sindarov, to be, uh, to be honest. So yeah, it was a bit early in the tournament and just one uh, miscalculation and he was out. Um, 
So also as a stars were out, uh, Mamedyarov very early on actually, and uh, Rajabov. Um, so I think only one as they left. Yeah, Abazov. Um, yeah. So I don't know what else. I must admit, uh, I was busy uh, playing, and I, I generally uh, check all the games uh, in the evening, but I'm not following that much. So, so, so. no, so, so I, it depends what what else I, I'm doing. I was following the the, the last tie breaks here quite quite intensively. I mean, and of course, when Magnus is playing, I, I follow that because that's my 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 job, right? Um, but of course, uh, well, I, I saw the the Giri tiebreak against uh, Abasov, and um, Abasov was uh, tough uh, in a way, right? He was uh, good at hanging in there, and uh, he even started uh, losing the first game, somewhat unnecessary. Although yeah, Giri, Giri yeah. managed to, I mean, in what looked like an equal ending, Giri managed to put uh, good pressure, and while perhaps it was technically speaking a draw. Uh, Giri, I mean, forced him to play some difficult moves, but he didn't manage in, in, in the end. And it basically looked like it was over. But um, then Abbasov came back. That, I have to say, was was impressive. I mean, yeah, that's true. That he yeah. didn't sort of give up. Uh, I mean, not not uh, technically speaking, but but mentally, but just kept uh, playing. He played some interesting opening idea and seemed to to put kind of pressure, I thought was... Uh, yeah, Asbrak. Asbrak, he was yeah. very well prepared. That's why I said mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think he likes... Uh... Well, anyway, against Villa, you are going to equalize. Yeah, I mean, he's not looking for opening advantage. So, yeah, that's the kind of guy which is not convenient for, mm-hmm. for people. No, but what I mean, with... well, he's solid with black. and But when you actually get behind, and, uh, well, he's like 130 points lower than, uh, than Giri. Yeah. I mean, well, it is possible to beat someone if you stay alive and then get one punch in. But here, actually, he falls behind equalizes and then wins the match. That is, uh, you have to say, that's impressive. It would be normal to more or less mentally resign uh, when you have lost the first game from a draw is ending, right? But there he, he kept playing optimistically. He played some new opening idea. And even if Giri defended quite well for a while, he managed to put some pressure and Giri sort of crumbled uh, in, in the end. This, I thought, was uh, was very impressive by Abbasov, uh, no, no doubt. I mean... That I mean, no, I, I know him, but only quite some years back. But here he showed uh, a lot of, so to say, psychological uh, toughness and in, in just, uh, well, he obviously believed he could beat Giri, right? I mean, and that... Uh, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, no, that's... Uh, no, I mean, well, no disrespect, but had you played Giri and fallen behind 1-0, you would try, but you will also kind of accept your fate and expect not to, to manage. I don't know how others have felt, right? But... Uh, I mean, he was pushing pretty hard. Maybe yeah, no, he played, he played, he played. Yeah. Uh, very good match. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's true. That's the most impressive is to to come back. I, mm-hmm. I fully agree. I, I, I just because, thought it was over there because but, uh, Gay has such a solid mm-hmm. repertoire. Yeah, yeah. So you, you kind of uh, no, but also you saw in the match that Geary could not dominate him in the opening. It's not like Geary not was worse, but he was not completely on top of. No, it. no, but let's let's. Uh, uh, I mean, like, as white Abasov has, had nothing. I mean, like, I saw this G4H4 was a bit some kind of desperado. It was not really serious. Uh, and uh, uh, it worked uh, It worked out. But as white, he was most of the... I mean, white were just... Uh, 
uh, dominated. Just, just for info, Jan is desperately in the chat trying to say he cannot enter and ask if he should finish the podcast tomorrow. But what do you think? Just do it without Jan? Or... I don't know. Me neither. Okay. So, Laurent, what do you want to talk about next? Okay. Yeah, no, some, some people were out like MVL, Mamedia of Hajab, of course, Gay, we mentioned. Uh, Dubov, our friend Daniel. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, he went, uh, he lost to Voka too. I mean, in a, in a Dubov game, I would say. I mean, not that he, I mean, like he took all the risk and sacrificed and played a beautiful game, but he didn't work out. Uh, that was uh, really a pity, of course, to see Daniel out. But this is not the kind of style, you know. Uh, many aggressive players went out, actually. But but tell me, well, you really think there's a style for this? I thought that, you know, any style is as good uh, as anything. It's just uh, a mad thing. I mean, you saw Geary. He, he drew all his classical games, but he went uh, out anyway. I mean, you know. I think there is a style thing if you want to go far. If you lose very few games, I think you go you go far. I mean, Kayakin yeah. was always very successful uh, because he doesn't lose many games. I mean, on, based on yeah. statistics, if you lose... More games, and if you win more, I mean, sometimes you will lose one and a half. While uh, uh, if you if you lose less, uh, then most, I mean, at some point you win yeah, a game. Yeah, but you're gonna end up in a lot of tie breaks that are hard to control, as as, as you can see, right? So um, well, it depends for whom. I mean, well, you <laughs> for saw, some people, it's uh, even Nakamura was basically a good move from his po- from his opponent yeah. to be out of the tournament, right? I mean, no, but let's have, even 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 look at Ponomayev. He's doing very well. Uh, he used to do incredibly well in this format 20 years ago, but he's still incredibly good in this tiebreaks. Uh, Magnus, obviously, in tiebreaks, is winning. Okay, he didn't play yet a tiebreak, but in general, he's incredibly good in, in tiebreaks and winning most of them. Uh, Kayakin used to do the same. Uh, we have to be to be fair with him. And, uh, well, he was a really tough customer in... Um, in, in, in World Cups. So some people tend to do well. And this is the people who are losing, uh, in my opinion, very few games. I mean, if you look at Hajabov as well, who won, won the World Cup, boys, girlfriend won uh, back in the days, but also very solid players. I mean, you don't see a guy like Mamedyarov going to till the end, actually. I mean, it's my 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 impression. Actually, Duda. Duda is a um, counter-example. Of someone who takes a lot of risk, but uh, uh, got rewarded for that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's also a bit a bit random in, in a way. I thought generally, well, no, I, I get your point that if you are capable of being very solid, but um, I still think that you are, I mean, you have to be Nakamura who is solid and extremely good at, at, at the, the shorter formats. So this is going to be very interesting to see. How strong he actually is uh, in in this one, but but I think also I mean tie breaks are tiring, right? I mean if you play tie break all the time, it's uh, gonna wear you down to a certain extent. So I mean, come on, they were we are, we are Tuesday at the time of recording, and I saw who was playing title Tuesday, uh, the first one early title Tuesday. Magnus was playing, Sarana was playing. I mean all these guys, they are just used to to play all the time. I saw another guy who. Another guy from, from who's still playing there, who was playing. So, so some of the people, um, they just play all the time. They are used to it. So, yeah, but that's not the same. I'm not talking about only physical. I'm talking about also the stress involved, right? I mean, 
it's much mm. more comfortable. I mean, Magnus has been winning his first games. He's never felt under any kind of pressure. If you have continuous tiebreaks where you have this feeling you could be out any second, bit a bad move. I mean, it's take. It's, I'm talking more nervous energy yeah. than, than physical energy in a way, right? I mean, well, for instance, for Geary, it was already his second tiebreak, right? I mean, no, uh, it's... Well, of course, if you keep winning, uh, and that's you logically have to to stay in the tournament. Perhaps it's not that mentally exhausting, but uh, even so, it's a very long tournament. It's a, I mean, it's a kind of a unique event in that way, right? It can basically be plus three weeks, uh, as far as I understand. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. No, it would be interesting to yeah. to see, and of course, uh, it's not very good to have uh, to have tiebreaks. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's for sure. They are done early. Today was a free day, so. I think it's a novelty actually that they have uh, this, this, this early free day. This puzzled me a bit, to be honest. No, uh, because there's a first round, so it's already third round for some yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I, I so, realized that. Uh, but, um... I mean, look at Abasov. I mean, uh, okay, he won 2 0 his first match, but mm-hmm. then had a couple of tiebreaks. I mean, uh, rest day, a free day is not. Uh, it's kind of welcome. Yes and no, but I, I also like this idea that, well, if you want to get a free day mm. to rest, you have to earn it. That is a bonus for winning yeah. in, in classical games. So I, I don't know, but uh, well, okay. I mean, this is not a podcast to, to criticize FIBA, right? So, yeah. <laughs> not yet, actually. There is five minutes, 21 minutes for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So what's next? Um, yeah, th- so... Did you check the the, the, the the woman event? I saw that Sasha Kostenyuk was uh, uh, was out. Uh, Juven Jun had some troubles. Uh, so I was yeah, yeah. She I was, was watching from, from being out, right? Uh, yeah. So um, I it's think still the older um, Mutichuk sister was uh, in huge trouble against uh, her compatriot uh, Ushenina, and I think in, in the third round, right? But uh, and, and now they are playing together. Well, the, the Mutrishuks, yeah, they will, they will play in the next round. So how does that work? So you just make a couple of those and play tiebreaks? Well, history being any guide, yes. But um, I don't know. There has been people like me pointing it out on Twitter that it's against the rules. So who knows? But, um, I mean, I, I don't know. We, we, will, we will see. But I think that uh, the smart money on, is on two draws and a tiebreak, right? Um, yeah. So it's uh, definitely against the rules if it's uh, prearranged. But... Um, it seems to be something people don't uh, care about to that extent. Yeah. So, no. And, uh, well, you said Svitla Abasov. Well, I think Svitla is the favorite simply because he's the better player, right? I mean, well, Abasov is good. but No, stylistically, uh, I think it's just a perfect match for, for Svitla. Um, yeah. Because he doesn't... I mean, this... Uh, uh, Abasov is... Uh, I mean, for this tournament, at least, uh, he prepared very well as Black, it seems to me. I mean, actually, he was kind mm-hmm. of uh, holding himself quite easily against Guy. And, yeah, against Vidal, this, uh, well, this doesn't affect anything. I mean, Vidal doesn't care. He's not a guy who, who cares about uh, theory and so on. Against Guy, and to some extent against me, it worked out because I didn't know what to play, and I was a bit annoyed, and, uh, and so on. I yes. don't want to, you know... To, to get, I mean, my goal as white is not to get an equal position. I mean, I I, I want to get a better position. Um, so, don't match very often, but it's what, it's what I want to get. And if I don't, in general, I just, you know, I just uh, play it safe. But against Villers, it's simply, 
Um, I mean, he doesn't care in this. Yeah, of course, he's a better player. So uh, we'll see. But I expect Villa to win in Classical, actually. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could point to is that uh, suddenly for Switzerland, it's a bit uncomfortable. I mean, well, let's say against Jordan, should he lose that? Okay, that would be a normal result. He will win some, he will lose some. Suddenly, he's actually the favorite to go to go quite deep in the event. But I think Switzerland is too experienced to, to yeah. care about stuff. He's just, yeah, he's just happy. I, mean, I think so. I saw some interview I mean, where he said that I just didn't prepare for Jordan at all because I thought it's... Uh, yeah, I, I'm not yeah. capable of guessing it anyway. And uh, I mean, some would be bluffing. I actually don't think Svitla is particularly bluffing here. I mean, no. of course, he's checked his games, but I mean, I think he basically said, "Okay, I will, you know, do these things, and I will see what happens, and we will, I will react to to circumstances." Yeah, no, he doesn't. Uh, no, I don't think he's spending his time uh, preparing. No, no, and that's quite. Um, I think that's quite clever, right? I mean, with with his uh, style and his sort of. Uh, particular talent it makes makes, makes yeah, perfect he keeps sense. his energy he's doing some yeah, other yeah. stuff uh yeah even at i saw him a few times at mm-hmm. the dinner room and he's just listening to something um uh, playing something on his ipad i don't know what he's doing but uh <laughs> he's doing many different uh, stuff at the same time and uh none of what, it what's is, his uh... potential pairing should he beat uh abasov he would face uh, Nepomniachtchi next, right? Uh, ah, should Nepomniachtchi that's... win his uh, game? Yeah, that's what we didn't mention. Nepomniachtchi was the tiebreaker against Mamedov, so this is not... Um... Again, I would say, well, his first match he won pretty convincingly, and I think also the tiebreak he won rather convincingly, so sort of not... Uh... No, no, the, the winner of Zvidler Abasov is playing the winner of Vokaturo Salem. Ah, Sorry. Okay. So actually, for Svitlana, it's really looking yeah, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so if uh, he would win the next couple of matches, he would be in top last eight already, mm-hmm. and he's a favorite to do so. Um, yeah, Vukato a bit a bit dubov. So yeah, Vukato has a nice event as well. He beat Volokitin, uh, then he beat Dubov. Uh, so uh, doing very very well. Uh, uh, that's for sure. So um, yeah, we'll find out. But Fiddler could be one of the dark horse of of that, and then and then he has to play against uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see later. But uh, yeah, there is still one. Uh, actually, Nepo is playing Nihal Sahin, uh, which is an interesting pairing as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, Nepo is a favorite. I would think so. Sarin, uh, he's incredibly tough in uh, tiebreaks, huh? Yeah, in yeah. tiebreaks. But um, well, for a start, you have to get to get get. Yeah, there. but he's very solid. So yeah, he, no, he's solid and also, um, well, Jan is still incredibly well prepared, but still a bit in this world championship mode where he's uh, well uh, completely safe, black, completely yeah. safe with with black, uh, completely safe with white, trying to put. Some pressure, but not gambling too much, right? And uh, that, of course, means tiebreaks is not at all impossible in a way. So, no, it's the most likely outcome. Y- yeah, yeah, I would guess so. Of course, mm-hmm. I should mention my my countryman, Bakotov, Mister Bakotov, who won a couple of tiebreaks, a bit tough games. He was uh, it was ups and downs, but uh, 
At the end of the day, he beat Inchich and then he beat Yuangi, which is a nice performance. I thought that was impressive. Also, I think against Yuangi, he just in the game two with White, he made a very quick draw just to go to tiebreaks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, he's um... he's good. I mean, last time he only lost in uh, quarterfinals to to Magnus actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's very good in these tiebreaks, even when he's completely lost, as it happened in in both matches actually. Just keeps his nerves uh, um, still tied to 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 find the best moves, and uh, yeah, it could go could be an interesting match. Which uh, actually, if he did uh, Blue Bomb, what was the last match to finish uh, from the last round, from the third round? Mm-hmm. Very interesting match with ups and downs from from both players, and eventually uh, did won in three plus two. So yeah, that will be a gain now. From now on, I guess there's a lot of uh, of a cross match and uh, a lot of tiebreaks actually to be to be expected, as we saw in the first first matches. Because yeah, you don't want to, you know, it's always the same, yeah. 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 Also, I mean, well, I mean, we are used to, I mean, let's say Magnus and well, especially Magnus, but also let's say Fabiano, Hikaru, and to some extent Nepom, right, being so dominant, but. It's two games, right? It's um, you know, tie breaks yeah. is almost always pretty likely in a way. I think last time Magnus had to go through several tie breaks to to get to the semifinal, where he even lost a tie break, right? I mean, you know, it's not so 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 easy. And also, well, this kind of balance. I mean, in a normal tournament, Magnus would j- basically play for win in all games with Black. I guess he would do it similar here. Also, if I knew his strategy, I, I probably shouldn't discuss it, but. Um, it is uh, well. This minimum, it's it's just very interesting. I, I, I think, in, in a way, and well, do you feel we have way too many surprises compared to normal? Or I wouldn't think so particularly. No, 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 no. It's just how it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, well, let's not forget. I mean, Abazov beat Giri first of all. Yeah, yeah. It's like let's say hundred thirty points or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's seventy thirty. So. Yeah, that was quite a surprise, uh, I have to say. But as Abbasov, um, I mean, well, you know, he was impressive against you, but it's not like he crushed you, right? It was just a, a very close match where he sort of got the better of it. At yeah. Some point. How did he feel during the games? Did he feel very nervous and tense? No. No. No, I, no, no, I, I was get... impressed because at some point, some part of the games, he started to play very fast and very confidently mm-hmm. when he was in uh, uh, out of the uh, danger zone. He was. He started to play very fast, uh, looked very confident, and I was a bit, you know. Um, I mean, the classical games were actually, you you can say it was very very solid, but yeah. I was still suffering, and he was, he was really putting pressure on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like asking questions, and uh, yeah, no, I didn't feel I was uh, the, <laughs> the best player no. at all during the classical games, which was a bit. I mean, to say the, the truth, I mean, it was unpleasant. I mean, before the tiebreak, you. Mm. You have nothing to play as white or not much. Uh, while you don't feel you are, I mean, you are on the worst side of a door, so it doesn't look good. Um, and when I got this, that's why I, I overestimated also my position. But I got this equal position, I knew, and I thought it was kind of equal, but I thought I could, you know. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's the yeah. best I can have basically so far. So I, I tried to make too much out of it. 
No, but to be honest, also I saw you as uh, as quite the favorite, but uh, that was perhaps wrong, right? I mean, uh, yeah, no. And uh, looking back, yeah. I mean, well, not 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 that I have changed my view on on you. You seemed in good form. We just seem to have underestimated Abbas. Well, basically, we probably, as Jan would say, was he here. We looked at the ratings, but uh, no. Also, in rapid, his, his rating is quite low. Actually, I checked; yeah. it was I was no, hundred higher than him, but not many information. You know, maybe some unrated to a month. But, but that's played, I don't. why I asked you how he was mentally, because if he actually. No, he very, looked very confident. Exactly. I mean, no, I wondered if he had been very nervous against you, it would have been very weird. He managed to beat Gear. No, but he no, actually no. seems to believe no, I, in it and take it very seriously. And the yeah. second game, I mean, uh, when he won the first game, I mean, the second game, he took some decisions, you know, gave me the pair of bishop. I mean, he mm-hmm. took them very, very quickly to my taste. It was good. Yeah. I mean, all, I mean, I cannot uh, say anything because I thought he was playing too fast, honestly. Yeah. But he was taking good decisions. So this is like with MVL. You can yeah. blame him that he's playing too fast. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, if he's only playing good moves and making good decisions, I mean, then uh, well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I find from his perspective, actually, his match against me was just uh, no mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, not I cannot point out a single move where it's, I can say, okay, this is a clear mistake. No, 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 not much so, to do. You have to tip your head yeah. and say that well I was I mean well it was kind of deserved he won or what are you well you cannot For fatigue, sure. you cannot complain right I mean no uh, I cannot complain I can uh, complain about the pay I mean that yeah, 2630 yeah, yeah. is clearly sure. is yeah. clearly unlucky to to get him I understand but, but uh, uh, no no I cannot complain I mean it's uh, it's, uh, it's deserved mm-hmm. uh, because if I don't take this risk in the, the first uh, rapid game mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> I still don't win the, I mean like I'm far from winning the match yeah Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, no, 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 actually, I, I did what I, I did my best. I mean, I didn't play. I mean, to be to be fair, I don't think I played uh, horribly or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I play at my level from the last uh, few months. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah but that, no, that's what I, I mean, and I thought that would typically be enough, right? Um, but we just yeah. um, didn't seem yeah, to Yeah, so that's why, I mean, like, I thought, yeah. I mean, like, the... Then when I saw that, I thought the match against Gary will be at least it will be a fight, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. it, and I was kind of happy when I saw that it's going to tie break and it stands and so on mm-hmm. because okay, I, I, yeah, yeah, it, it means yeah. that I played okay. Of I mean, like no, but also I mean I think that's where we we got sort of a bit uh, sidetracked by by Jan's uh, computer crashing, but it's impressive that. Well, you know, sometimes Geary can get a complete grip on players in the opening, but he didn't manage that at all, right? I no. mean, even, you know, I think some point um, he switched to, Geary switched to the, the Catalan. Uh, well, Geary had prepared some, probably the English, uh, and he even won one game there. He yeah. switched to the Catalan. Oh. Abbasad has something ready. Then he switched to 1e4, and uh, yeah, Abbasad played some... Actually, uh, yeah. yeah. He repeated the line he played against me in Catalan, mm-hmm. and uh, well, with a nice surprise actually, which I didn't, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't no. know. And uh, overall, I mean, it ch- actually, Gay. It's funny because Gay played some of the lines I checked before the the match because I, I spent quite some time preparing mm-hmm. for Abasov, and um, yeah, um, yeah, I, c- I can't say that from what Abasov played, I didn't have any. I mean, like. Uh, I was kind of half expecting what he did against Gay because Gay checked a bit everything, and um, I thought it was yeah, very good job by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he prepared very, very hard for the tournament, so yeah. it's deserved. Fair
Welcome back, everybody, to, I don't know, I guess the second part of the 61st episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast. Apologies for the technical problems. All my fault. My son destroyed my laptop charger, and this iPad charger I'm using to charge my laptop only gives me very limited battery life. So I might have lost all my battery life with this explanation. But it's early in the morning. Amazingly, Laurent Fressinet is already awake in Paris, France, looking well-rested, happy, upsettingly happy. Peter, why is <laughs> Laurent so happy? What can we do about it? I mean, I've been trying to do something about it for about 10 years, unsuccess <laughs> unsuccessfully. So you're, not, you're really not asking the right guy. He's we should have lost some. Yeah, we 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 should have have uh, lost one matches uh, one match in the process. Not of course. Is, that that would have uh, hurt me. Could have ruined you. But yeah, we we didn't. So uh, all good. But I'm still a bit, you know, uh, jealous of of Jan and uh, Ibis, Bali, Thailand. I mean, is is vacation uh, summer summer plan looks uh, working, amazing. Working very hard. Yeah, and uh, well, um, so, but still, yeah, I'm I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> no. We are we're happy to see you do well. Not not too well, the <laughs> usual. So you covered <laughs> you covered everything that happened in the World Cup. Yeah, we did. Uh, we mentioned some. Uh, we have very interesting matches, which starts uh, right now. Actually, I will be commentating, so I will be reporting. I get paid wow. to 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 report, so that's that's amazing. I'm really looking forward. Ezipenko, Gukesh, Kamer, Carlsen, uh, Bakrotov is playing as well against Vidit. Svidler, Abazov will be interesting as well. So so many many uh, very interesting clashes, and uh, well, now it gets uh, it gets very very tense and very even more interesting. And for for me, I have uh, well since. The first part of the episode, I have sort of done the preparatory work for, for today's uh, games. And, uh, well, I was basically expecting to be at the, at the golf course right now. But now I have the pleasure of talking to you guys uh, once again. So that's, uh, that's maybe amazing. perhaps not as good, but not far from it, I would say. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, Thanks can't wait for, especially. Is, is, he, is he white? Let, let, let's see if Peter is lying or not. Is he white or black today, Magnus? First game? I kind of hope he's uh, playing black, but of course that could look, sound rather <laughs> very slow answer. Very slow. <laughs> sound uh, could be well, pretty bad if, if I was wrong. Check. But on the other <laughs> hand, then there is less work for tomorrow, so I don't know. Um, okay, we'll, we'll see. he's black. He's black. So he's changing right. colors. He's changing I mean, colors. being the highest rated has this advantage yeah, yeah, that yeah. you literally yeah. are going to change color in uh, well every, every match. match right? That's so, that's. True. I think uh, I think this one is is kind of under control. But um, let's see. So, yeah. Did we apologize for the delay? Not really. That's not our style, no. We did. Okay, good, good. I gave a long, heartfelt apology. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was so let's move there. on. Yeah. That's fine. Two important topics. We have a tweet by our dear friend <laughs> and I think Paris resident, Dina Belenkaya, who's saying, French mentality. Should I start playing chess? Question mark. Will I be good at it? Question mark. Can I become a professional player one day? Question mark. What will people think about it? Question mark. Russian mentality. Let's train for 200 hours, participate in a tournament, and see what happens. Laurent, 
comments. <laughs> I'm the French expert, yeah, it seems. So she, she, she got the, the French arrogance uh, with all those years living in France. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like this, uh, you know, to make general points. And, uh, well, then I have the Russian mentality, it seems. I, when I started chess... I didn't think I just I just enjoyed the game, you know, and I trained quite hard. So I don't know what she means. Uh, I I'm living in France for for more times, but maybe I'm not as objective. But yeah, that's always weird to make uh, generalization, and yeah, that's a weird. You point. always feel strongly when there's something that <laughs> no, but I feel it's a bit French. it's, it's a bit ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what you guys uh, think about it. If you no, notice one... something about French players or Russian players or whatever. One point I have noticed, and it's not about French in my case, but more about Germans, but I think it applies to most Western Europeans that very often, whenever you're streaming on Twitch or you're doing commentary for not such a high-rated audience, that very often people... People's first question when they start getting interested in chess is like, can I still become a grandmaster when I train two hours per day at age 17? My current rating is whatever, 1600. And I'm not sure about you guys, but uh, I never felt that way. I mean, you start as a kid and you you just like the game and you want to beat the other kids and you you read or whatever. But it, I'm not sure if it's a Western European thing. Probably you can't categorize it. But it feels like people are often weighing that question like can i be a professional can i be a grandmaster can i do this and that which yeah i think most professionals i know never never thought about this i thought actually i mean i remember when i was a kid i was watching this cup of games and even live i remember in uh i never thought i would i would play a cup of one i mean it was not even you know a question What's the first Karpov match you followed? Karpov Korchnoi 78? No. No. <laughs> no. I saw him live for the first time. I remember very well in 84 in, in Kapdag. And actually, I played against him in Kapdag like uh, 20 years later. But I could never, I mean, I, I was not even, uh, I even beat him. I, I will brag about it. Wow. But I could never imagine such a scenario. I, even, I mean, the, the question didn't even occur to me. I mean, I was just happy. To sit there and to to watch the the game, so yeah, that's a bit weird to me. I I, I didn't feel that in my my chat, Twitch, uh, whatever the French uh, audience who is watching the game. I get these questions many times every day. Like I mean, <clears throat> and I'm always surprised that people approach. Should I waste my time on chess? If and if so, only. How long will it take me to become a grandmaster? Which, yeah, it's, uh, it's a strange approach to me, but I guess, yeah. <laughs> How long will it take Peter to become a, a golf uh, professional player? Okay, well, why Peter's wasting his time on golf? We shouldn't. <laughs> I'm not wasting my time on it. I'm having a lot of uh, fun. It's not a, it's not a way to to earn money. It's to get the life quality. But no, I think. Well, to be a professional chess player, to be strong enough for that, you actually have to start at some point where you're so young that you're not thinking in a business way. I think, well, like other things, perhaps you can build skills later in life. Even, I guess some poker professionals started rather late, mm -hmm. but in poker, it's enough to beat weak players, while to be a chess professional, 
you generally have to be close to world elite, right? I, I agree with Gusti that at least in, in the Western, or of course I could say Scandinavian to make it more extreme, we are sliding into being professional, right? We are just having f- fun. And uh, at some point you start earning money by having fun. And at some point you, you start realizing that, you know, there is some kind of decision. Is this what I do for for li- uh, for, for for your life or not? I mean, for me, it was a bit back and forth. I started studies a couple of times. And whenever I started studying, I started to improve in chess just to make sure I would quit my studies in a way. So, but there's never been a point where you sit down and uh, do I sign a professional contract or not, right? You're just sliding into it is my impression. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. well, poker was, a, I think, not the best example, as as you are not allowed to play before eighteen. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe. no, but even in yeah. poker, like, of course, you can or you could make money by beating weaker players. But I think most of the top players they start yeah. quite quite mm-hmm. early. You could argue if, yeah, um, they practice in home games or and so on and so forth. But uh, I think, yeah. Even that, to be really, really good, it helps to learn it. Some argue to me that there is similarities to learning a language, that while, you know, you can become very good in a language uh, if you learn it later in life, but to be completely fluent and natural, it's such a big difference to learn it uh, as a child in a way. And that chess, I mean, I don't recall any examples of someone becoming very strong in chess, let's say having learned it after the game of the age of 18. It just strikes yeah. me as impossible. And if you are capable of doing that, you should definitely do something else because you must be incredibly gifted, right? Gotta be careful because there's always like two two counter examples that people will bring up. I'm not sure know, which one. But, John Shaw, yeah. he learned chess at 18 and became a grandmaster, maybe. maybe. But generally, yeah. It's yeah. it's very mm-hmm. few yeah. few outliers. And I think I started chess at, I don't know, nine, and that's already very yeah, late. Yeah. No, I mean, like, mm-hmm. uh, if you talk to most top players, not saying I'm a top player, then it's going to be five, six. No? I, I would make a point, though, that in, in Western society, I think, well, for us, it's more of a lifestyle choice. While, let's say, Eastern Europe, or perhaps, uh, let's say, China... India and such, it becomes more of a career choice. Perhaps, especially, I thought it's relevant for females in where, I mean, well, it's a very interesting career choice for, for, let's say, some of these countries because women has less options uh, in a way. At least this theory has been made in fields of uh, mathematics and so on and so forth. And that it could be an explanation that while in, in female chess, you will see countries actually with quite less freedom who are much stronger than chess compared to, let's say, in the open uh, thing where, for instance, Norway is very strong and such. I think, um, well, you would, I mean, no, for instance, well, I can even take my wife, right? For her, it was very much a a career choice and a a job, while for me, it was just something I thought was uh, very fun. And, uh, you know, at some point I thought maybe also I should try and win something or make a living. Yeah, times might have changed a bit, no? Both. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Globally, and also there are different ways to pursue chess now with the <laughs> streaming oh, and courses and so on. Course, but I very much course. agree. In yeah, yeah. in our days, yeah. I, 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 are you claiming we are old? And uh... <laughs> to some extent, no, just Peter and I. You're much, much younger. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, but you. also, okay. I mean, let's say salaries in Western Europe are quite higher than, let's say, compared to, let's say, in India, Eastern Europe. So while in the chess world the salary is the same, 
no matter where you live. I mean, then it becomes a more attractive choice financially in some areas. While let's say in the West, it's more if you like the lifestyle. I mean, if you like uh, hanging out in Thailand, Bali, and wherever Jan is hanging out, right? Then uh, that uh, becomes a, a stylistic choice. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the plan all along. Thailand, Bali, Ibiza. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. I don't know. I mean, obviously we have a giant boom in India. I can't speak on the topic very educatedly. I would assume a lot of people are also spending a lot of money on their or on their kids. Cheska is like mm-hmm. uh, traveling yeah. all these open tournaments and so on. It's not like it's a it's a giant money maker in the beginning, no. But of course, with the passion there, stars will emerge and also careers and jobs and so on will. Will emerge, but yeah. To get back to the original point, I'm not sure if it's a a cultural thing um, that yeah, in the West mm. you you want to you want to know if you can be a professional while in the East or wherever yeah. you you just train. <laughs> I guess it's more more individual, but it's a question I hear from my Western audience quite often. But I guess it's more of an age thing, as Peter said. When you start as a kid, you're not thinking about it as a career. Well, when you want to get into chess at 22, I guess it's a legit question to wonder if you can still become good or not. I'm constantly selling, uh, well, telling this story that, uh, you know, well, uh, I mean, Magnus is uh, passion, it was curiosity and such. It's the Scandinavian style. And, well, there is, some part of it is image, some part of it is, is, is truth as well. Uh, of course. And, uh, well, I think to become extremely good at chess, if you're not passionate about it, it's, it's very, very hard, right? I mean, you have to be thinking about it, not constantly, but uh, a lot of the time, I think, to be very... Especially in, or, whenever you're on the golf course, you have yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know, on openings as well. Of course. No, I, I, no yeah, you're right, of course. Just, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, but I actually am thinking about it on the golf course. That could, you, could be seen as sad. But, <laughs> uh, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magnus doesn't care. Don't worry. No. <laughs> He's not he doesn't listen. He pretends, he pretends it's a good podcast, but he never listened to it. No, 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 Maybe. Don't, don't, <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't worry. No, no, true. Maybe you're right. That's fine. Uh, mm, probably... Skymer, what does he play? E4, D4. What could we do? <laughs> oh. Did you... Okay. Now I get nervous. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn it. No, no, I'm just trying to picture your thoughts on the golf course. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's a little bit more <laughs> yeah. advanced, but uh, not a lot. Wow. <laughs> E4, E5. Yeah, yeah. And also, you get interrupted whether your ball has ended up somewhere badly. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Was that any, enough of a detour of this thing? Should we go to the very relevant questions asked by our listeners? Yeah. Actually, I have one point to Please. make b- before oh. we go. I watched the other night. I was, I had some free time and I watched this Yanistan uh, stuff. And one of your game against Etienne Gardet. Amazing. He took, yeah, he took knight takes. Yeah, the, the knight on c6. He took a pawn on d4, knight takes d4. How you can you do that? You, it's game 42 <laughs> or something. Come on, Etienne. It's covered. You took Queen takes d4 and, uh, well, he lost a knight for pawn and I thought your chances of making 1,000 to 0 are quite high, actually. <laughs> because he didn't have How much can of I help him? We've played a bunch of games. He knows a knight is worth 3 and a pawn is worth 1. Like, that uh, was a, I don't he, know. It was nothing forced. It was some double fianchetto, Catalan, whatever. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, so normal Catalan the, position. Okay, yeah, he, he played just, knight c6. For some reason, yeah. I went b3, uh, bishop d7, bishop b2. Yeah, went takes d4. I saw like, that game and I thought, I saw your great explanation. I learned a lot, as always. I'm sure, but, I'm sure. Yeah, I was not very impressed uh, by, by your, your boy. No, he has better games and worse games, but yeah, sometimes these moments, uh, I also wonder because <laughs> I, he knows what the pieces are worth. Like, and it's... <laughs> Does it's I'm not seen? like it's some tactic. <laughs> you sure? You sure he knows? Yeah, he was yeah, protected yeah. twice I even. I know. <laughs> that was a tilt. <laughs> so okay. Uh, yeah, no, just a small. Uh, so I, I, I like your chances of making it thousand to zero. Thank you, thank you. I'm leading. I don't know, forty-two to zero. But Long of course, way. also the question. Um, first of all, if the the format will keep being interesting, and I guess also for him it's not so much fun because, of <laughs> course, every time he loses a game and makes a mistake like Knight takes d4, he will have uh, 20 YouTube comments with, yeah, telling him what an idiot he is and with uh, great advice on how to how to improve <laughs> a chess, like uh, count what square is attacked to, blah blah blah. Like there's always all kinds of random advice. So I guess it's also a bit tilting for him. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I also like my chances, of course, but I think. That it was clear from the beginning that I would win thousand zero. I mean, if you take a a beginner who's not, uh, yeah, very young, as we said, he just won't have a chance to win a game out of thousand against a, a qualified player. <laughs> and that's also a bit the point, of course, that we can all learn something about typical mistakes and hopefully improve along the way. But people, I think, also underestimate how little. Luck, there is a chance in chess if there is a yeah a big difference in playing skill. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, that was that was fun. I will I will uh, I will come again to to Yanni. I will say hi next time. I should say hi. Amazing, please do, please do. You should train him. You should teach Etienne Etienne Gardet. I'm sure he speaks French. His name sounds very French. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it reminds me of my golf. I mean, I'm learning it here at a very sort of mature age, and it's puzzling how hard it is to understand. And even if I put in uh, a read a lot, uh, you know, um, I play a lot, you will start realizing, ah, oh, okay, this was completely wrong or something like that. And I think we underestimate that this is how it is for a lot of uh, chess players, right? We, we take things as... Well, so intuitive and so relatively easy because we've been doing it so for such a long time that it's very hard for us to grasp yeah, even, how difficult it is. I mean, far. even I can grasp it in, in tennis. I started tennis before chess and I'm still, let's say, 1800, uh, some, some, somewhere around that, yeah? So, I mean, like, I started tennis before chess and uh, at the start I, I played more tennis than chess. I mean, I played really a lot of tennis and I'm not... Talented at all. I mean, like, uh, okay, some stuff you will never get them simply because it's so difficult. It's just oh, you have not not enough talent or whatever. I took a lot of a bunch of lessons. I mean, there's nothing to do. Yeah, I will never learn. <laughs> simply, uh, my backhand will be always uh, the worst. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, some stuff just close to impossible. Still, Etienne Gardet. If Fight. my pawn on d4 is protected twice by my knight and my queen, <laughs> yeah. don't take it with no, your knight. 
<laughs> it sounds kind of possible to explain in a rather clear manner, I have to agree. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and it's not exactly no, a surprise uh, that the queen on d1 is protecting the pawn on d4. <laughs> for our boy Etienne. So this is really, you cannot explain such mistakes, yeah? No, no, but it's uh, also interesting to see the thought process. I haven't, I haven't watched his video yet because I think also for many chess coaches, and I also have that to mean for us. Um, <clears throat> as you say, we're we're so used to such uh, such stuff that we don't think about it very much. But uh, where the mistakes and thought are coming yeah. from, I don't know. Not no. claiming I'm gaining any deep insights, but it's well, it's interesting. No, as I'm for just... myself, I'm an amazing adult improver. I think I'm completely mastering Connect Four at ten. Really? Even though I started at a very late age. Yeah. I actually had this idea to to challenge you in it. I was uh, spending one or two hours reading up on it at some point recently. Uh, She's uh, not enough. He's good. No, no, no. I, I put in a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. But mm. which kind of sources are you using? Are we that competitive? We're not going to discuss that. I just train with the Connect4 solver. Okay. I'm trying to become perfect. You haven't read any papers on it, for instance, no? <laughs> you keep mentioning the same paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was I, because we spoke about it. I thought it was so interesting. I started reading up on it. Uh, <laughs> no. no, but I also realized that well, we play Connect uh, Four, well, with seven rows, but that's extremely important. If it's six or eight, it, or at least if it's six, it's just a dead and extremely trivial draw. But I can see Laurent is really getting bored now. That's why I mentioned it. Actually. No, no, Laurent has some Connect Four experience. <laughs> Yeah, really? we played. We played during the match, during the Magnus match uh, against Nepal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Laurent with, just with calculated you, yeah? No? no, 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 I don't. <laughs> no, no, Laurent's not so bad, but I think uh, I have more experience. But no, I, no, you I'm, beat I'm me. Sure I, lost you, one I mean, like I, I probably won some games, but you yeah, yeah, won most so. of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, but it was it was fun, yeah. While uh, Peter was checking the the, yeah. the marshal. Yeah, which, yeah. Which, which is a good opening. <coughs> I mean, we told you, we told you at the very start that uh, Marshall is fine. Marshall, no Marshall is fine. No <laughs> Try, yeah, just make a draw. It's fine. <laughs> We're up one. Oh, Magnus ja- will play. Rookie eight, Bishop yeah, eight, 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 or Bishop B seven. Look, look fine, both. <laughs> Before is amazing. <laughs> Before us, possible. Let me see. Okay, next. Okay, we have some listeners' questions. Bad Boy 8 is saying, if Magnus Carlsen didn't recommend your channel's name in his interview, would you guys still support him? Curious to know. Um, I don't know. I, it... Always. I will always support uh, Magnus. So um, I'm a fanboy, you know. So, yeah. I'm not what allowed did? to reveal details of uh, my contract with Magnus, but it's more that he supports me, I would say, at least uh, in, a, <laughs> in, a, in a financial sense as well. So, I think he supports <laughs> not you, yeah. but your your golf course. Yeah, you he, know, he likes you to play to play golf. Yeah, to some extent. No, we played golf <laughs> yeah. together in uh, Dubai, actually. Yeah, so that's uh, that was interesting. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. So yes. So you yeah. can't reveal if Magnus has to. Mention your projects. It's if it's part of the contract or not. No, I'm not allowed to say anything about that. But uh, I mean, I would say that the limitations more go one way than uh, the other in terms of who can do what. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can, we can I cannot, imagine the. I cannot the reveal, reveal which way it is. Um, no. <laughs> okay, so 
just speculating here. One side could do something that hurts the other's brand, but the other side could not. Again, you are very welcome to, <laughs> to can't, guess. But, can't but bait, Peter. My poker face is not going <laughs> to yeah, do anything there. <laughs> no. But I'm, you know, now you're really pushing me to, to the limits of what I'm allowed to do. So this is tricky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, no, of course, we will always support Magnus, just not today, because German superstar Vincent yeah. Keimer. <laughs> um, well, you are actually the. the I mean, playing him. Again, you are being supported by the German German Chess Federation financially in order to support the yes. Vincent, right? Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, German Chess Federation. Can you please, German Chess Federation, if you are listening, can you buy a new charger to to Jan, please? Yeah. That would be very helpful for Wawa, whatever he has, iPad, uh, iPhone, buy all kind of. No, charger I need a anything. I need a Dell XPS. Yeah, 17 please. charger. It's not so Send easy to get. Send it to Ibiza, Bali, or Thailand. Uh, somewhere, be, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You, you will pick it up at some point. Thank you. I yeah. was about to say, it sounds very unprofessional of you, but I'm the one who was without a charger for like uh, three days at the World Championship camp, right? So I don't think there was that much I could have done. My son broke it in, in Thailand, and it takes a couple days to get it. And I was back on the road, so I mean, I can't charge my laptop. You could with have this iPad thing; it just doesn't. Preempted that as a possible bottleneck for for being part of the podcast and uh, having broader extra charger. But okay, maybe that's asking a bit. Where much. do I get the charger? <laughs> you buy it at home in Germany because you understand that. <laughs> yeah. <where you're> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm know. not home, Peter. I'm no. touring I the think luxury we are just, hotel. Yeah, the actually. My coaching career with Vichy was about to take a bad turn early on because when we went to the World Championship for the first time uh, in, in uh, St. Louis, I managed to forget my computer in the plane and only realized when I was back at the hotel and uh, by some luck, they still had it. But else, uh, yeah, I would just have been out without uh, all kind of prep and, and stuff like that and a computer to work with and having to get a new one. It was, uh, yeah, it was not very impressive, but I was probably busy. I don't know. Doing something else and forgot the computer in the plane. That was puzzling. I didn't think there's it was a bump, bump. There's a story. Was it in St. Louis? Did Grishuk play in St. Louis? I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah. I think so. Oh, no. Did I think. Ah, yeah, no, maybe not. No, this, but... no, no. Kasim. <laughs> Kasim played was Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. There was Mexico, where I think he had this guy Shekachev as a second. Mm -hmm. And. I might be making this up, I'm not sure. But a story I heard was that Shikachev showed up there without a laptop. And then when Grishuk asked him, okay, let's get to work. Where, where's, your, where's your laptop? And I said, ah, I thought you just wanted my, my opinion on positions. You can put him up on, <laughs> yeah. on a chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, he should have been more detailed in his Amazing because. conference. That's what uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. you should tell Magnus. Nah, nah, I stopped clicking, but you can have my opinion on positions. Trust me, I had the exactly opposite thing when he was... Uh, like 14, right? Please tell me what the computer is saying, not your opinion. <laughs> so, no, no. But uh, yeah, well, it can go wrong. I mean, also, no. Oh, anyway, no, let's uh, move on with the. Well, um, yeah, I have to. Reveal soon. I. Walking today. Press talk Switzerland moderately, but uh, I don't know. That's, I have to but, eat and then commentate. Okay. Okay, minutes. what other questions do we have? Let's go through them very quickly. Who do you think has a better chance to advance the next round? Prak against Nakamura or Keimer against Carlsen? Rooting for Keimer, of course, but I think Prak 
probably has a bad chance. Keimer has a very rough track record against. Pag, Pag is very impressive. Uh, he played the tournament in Hungary. He did very well, cost um, 2700. Uh, the first um, couple of matches, he played very well as well. So, and considering the, the record, I mean, like, uh, it seems that Magnus has a huge score against uh, Kamer. He seems in good shape as well. Uh, Naka was a bit shaky in his first match. So, I believe Prague has much higher chances than, uh, than Kamer to, to make an upset. I agree Fair as enough. well, but to make it more interesting, Let's put percentages on Kamo and Prague just to have an idea about what we're talk, talking here. I would give Oof. Prague uh, 20 and Kamo 10. Okay. Now, 10 is too low. Actually. No, I was wondering, is 10 too low for Kamo? Yeah. Actually, maybe it's a bit higher, actually. Maybe it's 25, 15, something like that. I would say. Oh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's easy to say, you know, favorite, but I mean. Yeah, no, it's not easy. No, I agree. I struggle. It's not, it's not much more with these ten. numbers, especially yeah, yeah. if improving. Kids are involved. Yeah, yeah Kaiser has struggled against against Magnus, but um, yeah, also Nakamura Prague. What a fair number is. I really don't have a good grasp. Also, sometimes you struggle. And to be honest, until you suddenly don't struggle anymore. It's. I mean, you know, Magnus was struggling against yeah, yeah, Vichy, know. Vichy, and at some point he wasn't. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but I yeah. agree with the overall evaluation. I was just trying to. Yeah, no, no, it's interesting. Get some free betting. We should, advice. we should, we should bet on chess. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. will, I will have a slight conflict of interest there. I think, but uh, yeah. I mean, everybody will. That's fine. You, you could bet on my games. Oh, I think I did at some point, actually. Really? Yeah. You, did you bet on the door? No, I bet on you beating Malakov in a tie. Ah, I remember that. Yeah, and I blundered wow. in tie And I thought because I thought Malakov's t- uh, nerves are very bad, which they were, but not uh, enough. Uh... Not as bad as mine. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's <laughs> simple. No, I got, <laughs> missed something the in that equa- equation. Good. To be fair, I did very well on that World Cup, actually, very, very well. So that was. Uh... Thank you. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. No, that was. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, last question, but by Pierre for our. And the last one, maybe. Why there is so little love for chess solving and compositions? They are very challenging activities, but only few players try both. Kudos to at Kasparov91 winning World Championship like there is no tomorrow. I don't know. I've never had any interest in chess solving and compositions. Like a beautiful study I like, which I think those you can also use for for training, but mainly I think you use them for pleasure, like uh, studies by Afek and so on. But these, yeah, compositions, especially if it's like, I don't know, mate in three and you're completely winning yeah. anyway, we don't care if it's a mate in mm-hmm. seven or mate in three. No, So I felt it always had very little relevance, but I never took an interest. Maybe Peter has, sounds like something up Peter's alley. Me? No. No, for me, it's too artificial. I mean, well, I I see it more like art, and it's very amazing how you can construct these kind of uh, things and, you know, how you can push the rules of chess to the limit uh, and uh, make, make beautiful creations. But, well, for me, the interesting thing is chess is, let's say, chess understanding, and, uh, well, that it doesn't really help to. Then, of course, it's also a competitive element, which is... 
I understand they have uh, competitions, but um, it's still like uh, evaluating aesthetics or trying to solve these things, which is far from from chess in a way. So, no, I um, it's never something that uh, really interested me. I mean, I'm for me, it's much more fascinating to see two computers play chess against each other and learn something uh, new uh, about chess. Understand? Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Um, and you're, I, just, I, you're just treating me like I'm a completely insane, but fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you might have a point. No, I agree. I, agree. I mean, this TCEC is, is also, I yeah, mean, like, yeah. yeah, I think it's fun. No, I mean, and, uh, watch, I mean, I mean, not all day long, but I mean, sometimes it's really fun to yeah. watch the games uh, because uh, yeah. it's in such a way... Uh, I mean, when I, mean, I see, when I see some uh, composition, uh, I try to solve it for three seconds, and that's it. Well, no, I, I do enjoy them. That's sort of small pieces of art or humor, in a way. And uh, my sort of uh, compatriot, who is also having the, the Nielsen name like me, is making some amazing uh, study, studies, Stefan Slumstrup Nielsen. And uh, I really enjoy seeing them. But um, for me, it's just not... No, to say it's not chess is not correct, but there's no full connection, right? I mean... I think, uh, you know, uh, well, slightly different, although I would differentiate between studies like the stuff Nielsen is doing in school, and sometimes you can try to solve them and you could even argue it has an effect on Mm -hmm. training, but this composition and this themes for mate and three and so on to me is a completely different world like that. No, no, there I agree with you. You lose interest when the position is, yeah, exactly, just completely winning. No, at some point I was seeing even, you know, proof games where you have to, how did you get this position after, you know, 14 moves or something like that, or seven moves by each. And uh, some, well, when I visit Japan, uh, some very kind guy took me to dinner and showed me a very complicated thing. And I think I haven't checked the solutions after two, three years, but uh, there's no way for me to be able to solve it. No, I appreciate the the beauty in a way. So um, it is uh, an odd world to me, Uh, but it's cool. It exists. And of course, we are bound by the well having the same sets uh, of chess pieces, but else it's uh, it's too weird. Simply, I think, uh, yeah, I cannot really answer it differently. I agree. Oh, I never a bit of a depressing thing to end with. Should we have some final remarks or long? Want to rush to get something no. to drink? Yeah, before... yeah. Well, I, has, I, to I go, has to go work for a change. Mm-hmm. Finally, yeah. Ali. Um, I'm also getting hungry. So fair enough. Thank you. Thanks. I mean, yeah. It's just... a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully this recording soon. works. Don't <laughs> bike chargers, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.